this is your introducer, Marv Albert. Yes, with your host, <laughs> Philip. Downtown, boom shakalaka. With his brother, Alex. Yes, he fit a woman's back just like me, Josh Hatmaker. Yes, and from Planet Mog. Mog. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Marv Albert. Um, cost a lot of money to get him in here and do that for us, but. I think it speaks for itself. Um, Absolutely. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. I didn't get that much said about me, so I don't think he got your money's worth. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think he knew much about you at all. He just if, he, no. he's like Mog. Planet Mog. Uh, <laughs> Mog. Yeah. <laughs> that voice you haven't heard in a long time. That is Michael the Mog Vicario. How you been, yep. man? Yeah. Been a long time. Bit. There he is. Yeah, it has been. I, well, I, when was the last time I was even on? It feels um, like September. Maybe? It's been a while. A couple months, I think. Yes! I have no real concept of time right now. <laughs> so so why, why have you been busy? Is it school? Is it work? Is it a combination of all, t- both of them? Or the women uh, yeah, well, down your door? Yeah, well, I, mean, I switched positions at work, so now I'm working like 50-plus <laughs> hours a week. So what, what uh, position you play now, center? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, running back. Um, <laughs> run oh, okay, back yeah, is more sucks. like it. Um... <laughs> And uh, work, you know, with school, I have uh, five classes a semester, so this semester is a little rough, but that is three rough. more weeks, it's over, and then next semester, it's only two classes, and I'm done. There you go. That's not bad, Mike. You're almost there. Hang in there with us today. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, something kind of crazy happened, uh, I guess like a week ago, in between the episodes here. The Paris attacks, really unfortunate. What was it, 160 ended up dying, I believe? Something like that, yeah. Was it 160? Last I heard, it was like 100 and almost 130, so it went up again? Yeah, I think think it ended up being like, yeah, around that, around those numbers, somewhere around there. Many people injured. um, But um, it was kind of crazy, and over here in the United States, you know, people are reacting in different ways. Um, The President of the United States, our very own President, Barack Obama, um, has stated that he doesn't want to uh, change the vetting process um, for the Syrian refugees, um, which is kind of weird and interesting because the Paris attacks all happened because of uh, letting in said uh, refugees. Um, not saying that all people, all these people are bad, but certainly there should be some sort of vetting process, right? Um, I just thought it was really weird because, you know, I mean, what's wrong with looking into people's backgrounds? You know what I'm saying? Well, well... It- Go ahead, Josh. So, I don't know. This is like, I don't know. It just like it shocks me that he said that. And I and I think that a big part of the reason, and this is just my take on it, is he's in his what like seventh year now of his yeah. term, right? Mm-hmm. And so he, I think, I think he's more worried about his legacy, you know. And he, he's got like he's the guy that pulled the troops out and. Mm. Yada, yada, yada. And so, like, that was, like, his whole stand where now if he has to, like, go and kind of go back on what he initially started off on, I think he's worried about it, like, tainting his legacy or whatever. Which you I think, think it, is. Do you think it's him being too PC, maybe? I mean, I think it is a little bit of that, too. Um, and I know, like, so, like, not to, you know, I know everybody's got their problems with uh, Bush and everything like that. Um, but the one thing that, in comparison, the one thing that, I think that Bush is way better on is the fact that like Bush didn't really fucking give a shit about himself. Like, and if he had to go back on something and make himself look like an idiot, but to better the country, like he would absolutely do that. Where 
I think, like I said, I think this is mo- mostly about the fact that Obama just doesn't want to. He wants his legacy, his presidency, to like stand as like solid, and he didn't go back and forth. And and I, and, and I get that, but I think it's completely asinine because of the situation. And like, I don't know, it's just crazy to think about that. You know, ISIS claims that they've already got, you know, people in each each one of the states. You know, yeah, right. Um, which is speaking yeah. of states, uh, Obama was talking about that. Uh some point. Uh, I've now been in 57 states. I think <laughs> one left to go. <laughs> oh, God. I remember when he said Josh, that. Josh, I'm actually a little surprised that you're surprised like at, at the way he's reacting to this because he's just been showing that he's always flip-flopped. He's always He's never really had any real clear mindset on anything. Like He just kind of, I don't know, but to to go really into what what you were saying, Bill, like as far as the backgrounds, legitimately, how can you actually really check the backgrounds of any right. of these people come right. in anyway? You're right. I was I was just gonna say that because um, I was listening to a, a news station. They were t- getting into this and they were talking about how you know Syria is a place where there's just a war, right? And so there's no there's a lot of forgery going on. No one knows really who these people are because. There's no, there's not a lot of infrastructure in that country, so there's no way of telling who's who and all that sort of thing. So, and and I don't know if you've guys seen the numbers on these refugees, but it's every number I've seen on it, it seems to be a lot, a lot of men for some reason, and not a lot of women and children, which is something that's interesting. Sure. You know, and then wait, that's, can you repeat that? Sorry. Um, I was just saying that um, all the numbers I've seen on these refugees, they most most of them seem to be men, and not women and children. See, that's very, very alarming. Yes, uh, that's what I would think. If I don't know, when I think of refugees, I think of families, right? I think of right. know, kids. I mean, also men too, but with families, with kids, you know, running away, kind of thing. But not, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's really interesting. Um, if it if it were up to you guys, I, I guess I'm just kind of curious what each one of your answers is. If it were up to you guys, would you close our borders? I'll let you guys go before I answer this because I actually have been. Have, I have my own very distinct thoughts on this. To them specifically or to everybody? Just just close them down. Just shut them down. Um, I, I, I think this country was built on legal immigration. I don't think there's any problem with legal immigration. But with with when you take people in your country, you have to you have to realize that is this you have to ask questions and you have to be like, okay, number one, is this person going to like the Walking Dead questions? <laughs> Not very similar. <laughs> But, um, how many walkers have you killed? <laughs> how many people have you killed? Um, <laughs> like, is this person going to add to our society? Seven. Do you know what I'm saying? Are they are they going to be a working citizen that can help us? If they're a doctor, if they're a lawyer, if they're a, a person that can contribute to our society okay. in a positive way? Then so absolutely. what you're saying is okay. whatever we can get out of you coming in. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think we should bring in people that are, like, criminals. going to be a burden. Criminals are people that... Like aren't going to contribute to our society in any positive way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think we should let any criminals in. I think we should. Uh, I think we should let them in, and uh, we should designate a certain area, maybe in Texas, fence it up, and maybe keep them in like a camp style, and they can work there. And uh... <laughs> wow, <laughs> leave it to Alex. Just imagine a fun Syrian. See, um, I, I have a little knowledge on this because a good friend of mine. Um, 
who was the uh, workout guy that always used to come on our show? What was his name? Russell Blade. Russell Blade, Russell Blade who I haven't heard from in a while, uh, actually spent some time in a Syrian neighborhood in Florida. Mm. And he said uh, it was actually a nice time. So, hmm. Well, he, did, um, he also ran over a, a, a cart and a horse, I believe, when he was driving he did. through. A cart and, and a horse? Was, was he in Lancaster? My, you you want to hear my thoughts on this, guys? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very fine line here between uh, isolationism and uh, being compassionate. It's tough because you know ninety nine percent of these people that do will probably come over are probably definitely looking for a better life, and are probably maybe good people, decent people. But the small chance of point one percent that one ISIS person can sneak in, the uh, refugee. All, all it takes is one. You know what I mean. All it takes is one, and so in. I'd be very interested to see uh, what people thought about letting them in before the attacks, yeah, and as opposed to after, yeah. because now this is what's all getting ramped up now. Uh, first of all, I don't know why they have to come all the way here. There's plenty of areas in Europe, or you know, why they have to come all the way to America. Yeah, yeah. What about, uh, what about all the other some, Arab countries around? Settle there? somewhere, yeah. Settle somewhere, maybe where they're more be comfortable. And well, if I, if if I I think that what I heard before if i'm right on this that as far as with the other arab countries they actually said no we will not take them oh really uh, and i think That's the reason and i because i've been kind of following this since you know like for for quite a while i've been paying been paying attention to this off and on but one of the reasons why i believe that we're taking on some of them is because so many of them were flooding into eastern and western europe yes, yes. and and a lot of them were starting to cause problems where they were being put in camps to try to process them through. And they just started rioting. They started causing a lot of trouble for for these countries because they were like, we want this. We want this. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You're a refugee. You're fleeing. And there's that tens of thousands of you crossing the border without even permission. And then you're going to you know, start going up in arms because – you're not getting every little thing that you want. And it's not like a matter of they were rioting because they weren't getting food or they weren't getting shelter. They were getting all of that, but they started wanting too much. You know, like you're still going through the processing. And they and some of the countries and I think in Eastern Europe where you know you're you're gonna kind of expect them to be a little harsher anyway. Mm-hmm. We're starting to say if you know like we're moving into military, if you don't calm down, we're gonna start treating you like aggressors. And America turned around and some of the Western countries started, you know, Western European countries started saying, we'll take some of them off your hands. And I think that's the reason why we got into this. Mm-hmm. But they've been causing problems. And, and this is one of this is where I get into my view where you have to kind of look at the history of this, you know, the recent history of all of these refugees as they've been going through all these countries where they have been, you know, they've been coming in. They start making all these demands. They don't get every little thing that they want. Granted, they should be, you know, have a comfortable life. They should, you know, like things should be going on for them to try to help them out. You should be showing them compassion, but you still got to, you know, find out who is going to be a threat. Who is not going to be a threat? What are we going to do with you? Like what you said, Phil, find out what exactly can you do that we could actually help you have start a life among us yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's going to take time we're going to have to process you through yeah, we can't yeah. just open skills? our borders and say yeah, yeah, yeah. here you go come on in 
because you're fleeing from a war zone. You're fleeing from a very yeah. determined enemy that wants to come in all these other countries and wants to wreak havoc. Mm. And, of course, they could very well, and they have, put their own people among these refugees. Trojan horse style. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So my thought is, all right, let the women and children in. Just the women and children. The men, for one thing, why aren't you fighting? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Why are you not fighting? I agree. I agree. You know, and you're, granted, maybe you don't want to fight. Maybe you're not capable of fighting, but there's so many of you that are able-bodied fighters and you're running. And it makes me really concerned. Who are you with? Are you with ISIS? Are you fleeing ISIS? Or are you just, like what you said, the Trojan horse and trying to get in? And a lot of them, you know, I think if you take the men out who are going to be more the agitators, keep them out. I don't think you're really going to have much of a problem. And then maybe slowly start letting some of them in as you process them a little bit better. But initially, just women and children. Yeah, but it's just it's so hard to, like, tell, like, you know, like you said, with the, yeah. there's no paperwork. So you don't really know who these people yeah. are. You know? See, maybe. And how do you, maybe how, do you I, how do you like judge a person? Just maybe we should put a chip in him. We should put a chip in him and track him. Screw that. <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe I'm maybe I'm like too like just like compassionate here because I personally say fuck him. Like you have to draw a line. You have to draw a line in the sand to use wait. Obama's terminology. Well, I, and I'm with well, Josh. I say wait, wait. I say no. The yeah. thing Josh, is, wait. What were, what were you saying? Because you're saying. Uh, being compassionate, and all I heard was "fuck them," but that sounded like a contradiction right there. Until Alex, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, I'm being, uncom- I'm being uncompassionate. Like, not, I don't have any compassion for it. Oh, okay, I thought you said it's, you it's, being basically, it's for me. It's just like a, it's a, a way to protect. Like, uh, I know you're saying women and kids and stuff like that, but like, there's kids within ISIS. Like, they grow up and like, no, and they, they go like, I don't know, I don't know how familiar that you are with like their whole like. They have like this like graduation ceremony. Oh no, I'm familiar. I'm I'm pretty and familiar. With it. So like at 13 years old is when you graduate, and the way you you like actually graduate is you have to like behead somebody, and so it's like that's a 13. That's a kid, you know. So and these kids, not nothing nothing against them, but like at the same point, like they don't know any better. But it's it's they're being raised that way, and if you're mm-hmm. raised that way, and you think that that's the only, that's all you know, like you're gonna have that mindset, and and I think the women are just as capable as well like i don't know i it's just scary there was there was a guy that uh just i think i don't know i heard something about this the other day some guy that was like in isis and he like just recently got out of it but he said that he initially joined because um he joined the muslim religion because he was looking for something peaceful peaceful religion had no intentions of like anything like that and slowly over time just kind of got like drawn into it without even realizing it like he was saying he was kind of like blinded and almost brainwashed to it and eventually like joined isis and everything like that and like that's the crazy thing to me it's like yeah you could take a normal person and just put them in an, uh, an environment and they get you know swayed to the side and now we're letting people in who maybe they're kind of back and forth and and maybe once they get over here who knows what happens you know yeah well that's that's part of the reason why i say only women and children because not saying that women and children can't be agitators. But I don't think that would work. It, I don't think anything's really going to work. Not, not, nothing's really going to satisfy everybody. Not, you know, I don't think right. there's any real concrete solution to it. But a lot of, a lot of times men are the agitators. Um, sure. Not to say that women can't be agitators. Not to say that even children can't be agitators. But I think that if, you know, 
traditionally speaking, if I think, you know, like men are more the agitators, if you take the men out of the equation, the ones who, you know, like maybe the kids who might, you know, go along with that might also be agitators. If you take, you know, some of the fuel away from the fire, it's not going to be as bad. All right, Mike. But, so what if just just a scenario here, like, say, say two, three months down the road, you know, they're letting, letting women and kids in and stuff like that. Two, three months down the road, there's like some huge attack and it's some kid that did all the shit. Like, do you change your standpoint at that point or like if it's something I don't that know. happens like, here? Well, but, like I, oh, we've already had issues where there's been kids in our own country. U.S. Right. citizens has already done this, so is it? Sure. Are they capable? Yeah, they're definitely capable. Um, it, it's a lot, of, a lot of what ifs, and like I said, there's no real, you know, like there's no real solution to it. There's no real answer. You never really, there's too many variables. So you never really know what the future is going to hold. You could let all the men in and maybe ISIS, ISIS will never have a chance to do anything. Maybe ISIS is full of shit and they don't have anybody here. Or maybe they have a lot more than what they're claiming. I don't know. Right. Right. But I mean, you can't really, I don't really think you can become more or less isolationist and say, Oh, let's close our borders to everybody. Um, cause We've tried that in the past, and it's you know we tried that before World War One and World War Two, and we still got drawn into both of those wars. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, right. you know, becoming isolationist and saying, "All right, we're going to bury our head in the sand and ignore everybody else." That's never proven to be a good idea. We've always gotten drawn into something, and we have an enemy out there who is you know making themselves like saying, "We are your enemy. We're not going to stop until you're dead," and yet our government wants it you know our political leaders want to act like you know oh let's bury our head in this and act like they don't exist and they, they never made these threats oh they're the little leagues they're, guys. Still gonna... they're the minor leagues guys i don't know if you remember right. Barack Obama said they were minor leaguers like you know they're, right. oh, they're nothing serious oh he's a right. minor league president anyway um i want to move <laughs> on to say to something that bernie sanders said about the uh yeah, we'll know what he said. um and in relation to climate change okay yeah, very interesting stuff here. Bernie? Bernie, are you there? Looks like the video <laughs> is not wanting to play for me. It's an error. I love it. <laughs> they probably tried to take it down. That's a riot. Well, anyway, <clears throat> what he basically said, if I can't get it to load up here, is he said there's a direct correlation between climate change and terrorism. Okay. Uh, basically, basically implying because those people live in hot areas, uh, climate <laughs> change is force is becoming them is making them more agitated, and uh, you know they have less water and all. Because <laughs> they live in a <laughs> desert. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get through without laughing. Um, so anyway, uh, it looks like it's not even. There. And I say enough is enough. <laughs> but um, so what I did is I was like, that's interesting. So I was like, let's check, Bernie. Let's see if what you're saying is correct. And um, I went to politicalfact.com, um, in which they go through uh, a whole bunch of candidates' um, uh, like statements and things to try to see if what they say is true. And this is what they had to say. Oh, here we go. Looks like we're going to get Bernie Sanders. Senator Sanders, you said you want to rid the planet of ISIS. In the previous debate, you said the greatest threat to national security was climate change. Do you still believe that? Absolutely. In fact, climate change is directly related to the growth of terrorism. And if we do not get our act together and listen to what the scientists say, you're going to see countries all over the world. This is what the CIA says. 
they're going to be struggling over limited amounts of water, limited amounts of land to grow their crops, and you're going to see all kinds of international conflict. But of course, international terrorism is a major issue that we have got to address today. And I agree with much of... Okay. Wow, he was just all over the place with that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what he else he was trying to imply that um, climate change is affecting <laughs> terrorism, and this is what um, very big foreign policy expert there, Bernie. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what political facts said um, about Bernie Sanders' claim. Uh, Sanders said climate change is directly related to the growth of terrorism. We could not find any evidence of direct relationship <laughs> between climate change and terrorism, though many reports have noted an indirect link. There are, of course, many factors that contribute to terrorism, including religious and ethical tensions and political repression. Uh, we rate Sanders' claim as mostly false. Um, so I just thought it was interesting. I mean, this is days after the Paris attacks. Um, so I don't know. I just thought that was really dumb uh, thing for him to say. But anyway. So because there's no water and it's getting hotter, the terrorists are getting more agitated. Yeah. It's, uh, there's people. Is that what someone he's saying? Just, did someone just saying? fart? Did I just hear someone just fart? It sounded in the like it, but I don't think. Did somebody? I have farted. Have admit it. Al? Admit it. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard a murk. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to replay the tape, I guess. I definitely heard something. It just sounded like a chair or, or something. Um. <laughs> But when we come back, guys, from commercial break, we're going to be talking about a movie, <laughs> and we're going to be uh, pumping it. We're going to be let's, pumping uh, it let's, let's change the gears here before gonna... we all uh, get lulled to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> let's get off the serious track, and let's get on the funny track when we come back with I've more having... Phil and Alex show. With Mog. When we... With Mog from Planet Mog. <laughs> That's all we know when we come back. Since I've told you about those northern lights. That's right. It has been a long time since I told you about northern lights. Northern lights? Not lice. We're not, we're not giving away lice here. Um, but they are back, and they're back with a fall harvest vengeance, aren't they, Josh? Yeah. They, uh, I've, I've heard a lot of rumors, and uh, I'm curious to see if there's any new flavors. Oh, I'm glad you asked, because they have a lot of new flavors. Number one. The pumpkin spice, bumpkin pumpkin. Uh, we also have the witch's tit, one of my personal Ooh. favorites. Um, <laughs> the Benghazi, yeah, the Benghazi blitz. Um, we've got the Franken high, uh, Casper the friendly bush, Iris munch, crossbow crunch, and Jeb's folly is on clearance at all their locations. Um, they have specials daily, so make sure you check their website, or actually just go to the store. Why don't you? I mean, get off your ass and do something. Um, stock up for the holidays, and um, if you let them know when you check out that Phil from the Phil and Alex show sent you, they will give you a free sample 
of the Bernie Sanders batch, which is is as twice as expensive and half the product. So that's something nice, isn't that, John? Yeah, I mean, if they're giving that away for free, then why not? Absolutely. It's better than paying for it. Um, so get on the website, northernlights.org. Check them out. And always remember, for the best weed in northern Massachusetts, call Northern Lights. It was coming in like, yeah, like real muffly and like choppy. It sounded like a Nintendo game, like 8-bit Nintendo game. (laughs) Yeah, but all staticky. Yeah, it was staticky. Huh? Oh, that's right. We'll do it again. Hang on, ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you hear this? Okay. That sounds a lot better. Oh, I think my hand was over the speaker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back! We're running hot! Um, before we went to commercial break, I teased that we're going to be, uh, talking about a movie that's going to be coming out, um, this Christmas season. Uh, I'm just going to play the trailer for you guys and we'll see, uh, we'll talk about it and we'll see if we're interested in it. Sounds great. Don't have your finger over the mic or uh, (laughs) over the speaker. There have been many traditional ways to celebrate Christmas. With songs, with gifts, with family and friends. There's a new way. Ho, 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 Bernie. Where's Ernest? Ernest P. Warrell. He's back. Know what I mean? Back to save Santa. Santa's in the slammer. Look at those beady, twinkling eyes. Back to save Christmas. said shouldn't be done. Don't be ready. <laughs> a, a blister. You guys say you have a problem with reindeer? Trim the tree. Light the candle. Deck the hall. And hit the deck. Cause Ernest P. Oral's coming to town. My favorite, my favorite line from the thing is like the movie that shouldn't be made. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ernest saves Christmas. Um, A lot of screaming in that trailer. A lot of screaming. Yeah, coming to theater soon, right? Yeah. um, Santa's in the slammer. It's coming out in theaters this uh, this Christmas. So uh, get get your families out, go see it. It's gonna be great. So in that movie. I feel like I've seen it before already, but doesn't uh, Santa Claus get arrested, and then they have the actor guy become Santa Claus for real? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. 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 Real Santa Claus is looking for a replacement, uh, I believe, and um, he finds a children's, um, he, like has a t- children's TV show or something, and he's an actor, 
and he wants to pick him as Santa, and then he does, like, this Christmas movie, but it's a horror Christmas movie, and doesn't Santa, like, show up and see him in the movie, and he's like, oh, this is great, and then the monster comes out, and he, like, he won't swear in front of the kids and stuff, because he's supposed to say, die, you son of a bitch, and then he won't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, the whole movie's about, you know... Now, of course, uh, Christmas has not come without controversy. Um, of course, has anyone heard about the Starbucks uh, Red Cup controversy? Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. Any thoughts on that? Um, I, I think I, there should be more controversy going back, you know, going away from that and back into two girls in a cup then. Yeah. I, it's so stupid. It is, it is. Like I don't don't get me wrong. I enjoyed their old Christmas cups. I thought they were cool. Whatever. But their coffee still sucks. So I don't really care because I'm not gonna buy it. So. So you're you're I... more you're more offended by their coffee than their cups. I am. I'm more offended <laughs> by the be. by the quality of their coffee than I am with the quality of their cups. But on the other hand, Dunkin' Donuts Christmas cups are off the fucking hook. They say joy. They say Christmas on them, which is pretty cool. Like I don't. I honestly, it's a coffee cup. I could care less what's on my coffee cup, but if there's something cool on there that I like, that's cool too. But I'm not gonna go Did on you... social media and complain about a cup. You know, I still Did haven't you... seen anybody who actually complained about this. I really no, think that I, did, I that... just saw like me like news stories about like oh they changed the cup. People are outraged. I'm like who? I don't well, know. The, no, you know this, what? I, I know someone. I know someone who's saying, outraged. Oh, really? Saying they're outraged. Yeah. Uh, you ever hear this guy Josh Feuerstein? No. This no, Christian no, no, no. guy who does uh, selfies and rants about uh, random bullshit. No. You might recognize him. Let's see. Uh, he was very, very upset about taking Christ at uh, Starbucks. Hey guys, so trust this on here. You know, I think in the age of political correctness, we become so open-minded, our brains have literally fallen out of our head. Do you realize that Starbucks wanted to take Christ and Christmas off of their brand new cups? That's why they're just plain red. In fact, do you realize that Starbucks isn't allowed to say Merry Christmas to customers? Well, I decided, instead of simply boycotting, well, why don't we just start a movement? So when I went in and I asked for my coffee, they asked for my name, and I told them my name is Merry Christmas. So guess what? Starbucks, I tricked you into... Wow, what a, I I heard I about Jesus this Starbucks employee. I was actually I was actually gonna bring that up too because he tried to do this like whole like he said he tried to do a movement. He had like a, like a hashtag. Oh, yeah. Guys, such a tool. He wanted such people to tool. like he wanted people to do that too, like go to Starbucks and tell them their their name was Merry Christmas so that they'd be forced to write Merry Christmas on the cup. <laughs> no Christmas stuff on the cup, so they're taking Christ out of coffee. Right. I didn't know Christ was Cause in my, coffee. Yeah, because my, my God is in coffee. That's the type of guy that would probably see Jesus in his coffee. <laughs> and make a video about... I'm so uh, sick of fake outrage. Look, I hate political correctness, and I hate, you know, Xmas and all this bullshit. But let's just take it too holiday. far. Happy holiday! Whatever. Um, anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, I saw something really interesting. Um, it was the top ten most dangerous cities in Massachusetts, um, and surprisingly enough, um, well, not really surprising to me, but Boston wasn't even in the top ten. It was only fifteenth um, out of all the cities. Um, no mafia in Boston anymore. No, not at all. But um, I'm gonna read them. I'm aware of them. Ten to one or one to ten. Ten to one. Ten to one. Ten to one. All right. Well, you have, you have to read all ten. I don't think anybody's really gonna know all of them. No, but um, I just wa I wanted to uh, mention a couple of them because uh, well, we'll just do the list. I'll, you'll know. And Phil, are you also naked now because your camera's off? No, I turned it <laughs> off because you were kind of choppy, so I figured I'd improve the quality oh. of the call. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, um, number ten was Fall River. No mm. surprise there. Uh, Alex knows Fall River. Um, it's you know a shithole. Um, number nine, West Springfield. Um, Springfield is on here twice. <laughs> West Springfield's number nine. Number eight. Wareham, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Which is the town where Alex and I pri- primarily grew up. Um, it never used to be that dangerous, but now it is. Um, I don't think it's that dangerous. It is. It's, it's, it's a lot more dangerous than it used to be. It's number eight on this list. Number it's seven. A lot of, yeah, it's a lot of druggies running around. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> number seven, Worcester, Massachusetts. Not a surprise. Mm. Second or third biggest city in, in the state. Um, this is a really big surprise to me. North Adams, Massachusetts. Which is all the way out in western Massachusetts, um, nope. at the top left-hand corner of the state on the border with New York and Vermont. Really weird. I don't know. Yeah. Real small town, too. I don't understand why they're on this list. But um, Anyway, number five, Brockton, Massachusetts. Number four, New Bedford. Number three, Chelsea. Number two, Springfield. Number one, Holyoke. Um, Ooh, Holyoke. Yeah, right. Um, wow. It's crazy. Holyoke, Springfield, West Springfield are all within... Five to ten minutes of each other. <laughs> so the most dangerous Craziness. area in Massachusetts is definitely uh, the Springfield area. But I just thought it was crazy that um, the, the town that Alex and I grew up in is number eight on this list. Um, never thought that would have ever happened, but it did. So, <laughs> so Finally on the map. Yeah. <laughs> Finally uh-huh. famous for something. <laughs> Other than Gina Davis. Other than Gina Davis and the gateway to uh, Cape Cod. Um, anyway, I do... Go ahead, Al. You have something to say? I'm going to move to some rapid fire. You got anything for us? I was just going to say, are you guys ready for rapid fire? Let's do it. It's been a while. Season two. Season two. Here it comes. Whoops. Sorry about that. (laughs) What is that? uh, That was Martin O'Malley from like ten episodes ago. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I can't find the rapid fire music. It's been so long. Welcome back to Rapid Fire. Question number one. What is the scariest animal you've ever seen in person? This could be at a zoo or in wildlife. I mean, wildlife would be more scary if you saw, like, a bear or an alligator. So, I went, um, I went to South Africa twice, and... Uh, um. <laughs> Still what? Yeah, I mean. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. You can. Uh... Is that what we were waiting for? What happened? No, you were just cutting know. out. You were giving an answer, and then you cut out. Uh, what was your answer? Oh. I didn't give an answer. I was waiting to hear Josh's answer. Okay, Josh, go ahead. Um, so I went to South Africa two different times, and each oh, wow. time we went, we went to uh, Kruger National Park. Um, oh wow! So it's just like a it's a wildlife park, and they don't have like there's no, no like you can't get out of your vehicle because all the animals literally just like run free. Mm. Um, but we saw um, we saw like we had a lion that walked like right in front of our van, which was pretty crazy. But to me. Oh. Um, the scariest, I guess, looking and like it was—I don't know—it was, re- was really cool. We saw this pack of hyenas come out and like kind of surrounded, and like these things were like evil looking, like really cool, but like really evil looking. That would be terrifying. 
<laughs> um, I saw an alligator in the wildlife in Florida. That scared me. You know, that when didn't I lived scare in me Florida, they didn't scare me at all. Actually, really? I, well, I just you know, I already already knew. Just don't go near them. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, um, they didn't really scare me. I just I wanted to be friends with them, but they never really responded to my friend requests. <laughs> no. I've never been totally scared of an animal in public, except uh, last week I got scared by a raccoon right in my yard. Because I, I thought it was a cat, and I was calling it to come over. And then, uh, <laughs> Did it come over? It, it started running at me, and then I realized it was a raccoon, so I acted like a bitch, and I just like ran back to my car. Because it caught me off guard. <laughs> he ran you down. It's a true story. He ran me down. Because, I mean, I thought it was a cat, so I was like, oh, nice. And then it was just this raccoon started bailing at me. And, you know, I've heard, you know, I want rabies. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the most I was scared by an animal. But scariest looking animal was, um, uh, I don't know, probably some bats. Oh, yeah, we had a couple bats. Or... Went to the zoo once and I saw some Vampire bats. I don't know, they just eat, they freak me out. Vampire I like bats? Like, yeah. <laughs> we, had encounter, we, had a, we had an encounter with a uh, vampire bat a couple weeks ago, and I was, whew, it was scary. It was bringing back memories. The last time that sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, he's here. <laughs> he tracked us down from that damn house. All right. Um, question number two. Hello, boys. <laughs> oh, he's joined us for Rapid Fire. No. <laughs> Um, what was your worst punishment you ever received as a child, and what caused it? You guys ever get grounded for a long time, or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't get in your mouth. I mean, what, what is the worst punishment you ever received? I mean, I can't like, I can't remember specifics, but my parents are pretty strict, and like, uh, I think like they, you know, this is back in the day when you could actually beat your kids and stuff. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got beat I think, up. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I think <laughs> some of like. I think I think some of like the more funny ones like I remember um I you know my mom broke a wooden spoon over my ass I had that, I, and, I had that I, happen too Yeah and then I got in trouble because I technically broke the spoon <laughs> Why'd you break the spoon? That's a good one. Um I remember I learned a very valuable lesson one time when I was when I was getting um disciplined where I was getting smacked with the belt i think and i learned don't laugh yeah don't yeah. laugh <laughs> yeah. yeah it's gonna make it worse for you michael yeah um my worst time i mean i got the belt and all that but that wasn't even nearly as bad as the worst time i um i got soap in my mouth um for mm. being in the backyard with my cousin patrick and we were um we were laughing about swear words like he was like shit and we were like ha, ha, ha. and I was like bitch and I was like ha. And, then, and then my mom only of course only heard me and so she brought me inside uh, maybe bite down an ivory soap and um, it was the worst punishment I've ever seen because everything that uh, for that whole day everything tasted like soap and it was disgusting so this happened a couple weeks ago you said yeah 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 your mom was over she <laughs> you, you got upset with me and yeah hopefully she doesn't yeah <laughs> wait which soap is the uh the, the irish one irish spring oh okay i feel like that soap would taste good yeah that wouldn't be as bad i had ivory and that's that shit's just plain old white soap. i think i think i used to have to do the dial like that orange oh, dial, dial like yeah. the liquid soap Ugh. oh See, I was always a good kid, so I never really got disciplined. I'm more into discipline. I'm more into getting to discipline now. I'm a disciplined daddy. 
<laughs> yeah, he has various leather outfits that he has yeah, yeah. and he has a ball that goes into his mouth. Bad. So I missed out as a kid, so I'm making up for it with uh, my my, uh, my weekends. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't know. He's not. I got smacked around a couple times. Who knows? I have one sig- significant moment. How was how was how was uh, King Anderson? There was that there was that uh, time that Dad burned me with a cigarette. Now I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna say something about uh, King Anderson? What were you gonna say? Yeah, how, how was, was he? he? Oh, yeah. he, he would. He was. Um... He would fire off oh, real yeah. quick. He'd oh, get, yeah. He would get really pissed, and uh, he would yell first, and then uh, I don't remember. He didn't. Uh, uh, he didn't really hit us that much. No, he did though. It, it, he would. He would yell a couple times, and then if we didn't respond to the yelling, then he would come in with a belt out of nowhere. Like, and then that much, would... much like Randy Orton comes out of nowhere with his RKO. He would just all of a sudden he'd be like like the Dane Cook joke. He came down the repelling. I don't know, I don't know how he got it off. I don't know how he got it off so fast. That's a serious like one move like undid, undid his belt, boom, pulled it out. I don't know. Like, Have you seen Pooty Paul or not? Uh, is it no Pooty Tang? Pooty Tang. Quick man, quick to the draw. <laughs> anyway, uh, question number three: um, Could you guys hunt for a meal if you had to? Sure. I know where the grocery store is. I know how to hunt in there. <laughs> More talking about, like, wildlife, but... I could do that, too. Okay. Al? Could I? Yeah. With, with what, a knife? Knife, what am I gonna uh, use? bow and arrow, whatever. I don't have a gun. Well, if you... Theoretically, you had to hunt for your own food. You had a gun. Could you hunt Could you hunt and kill something? Uh, do I have my smartphone with me? Um, yes. <laughs> then I can look up how to skin it and... Yeah, I mean, I probably could. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Step clearly, one, cut off the head. Could. <laughs> uh, I, I could do it, but I would have to have somebody with me. I've never done it on my own. I don't know. I think I probably could. I think it's a natural instinct. If you're alone yeah. in the woods and you were hungry, yeah, you'd find a way to eat. Absolutely, yeah, that's my point. You'd find a way to eat. That's my point. Josh, what about you? Um, I was I was going to say pretty much the same thing. Like I, I feel like the act of killing the animal i would have absolutely no problem with but i just it's wouldn't know what to do part. with it yeah 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 it's the innards and the gutters and the right and i don't it would be a hell thing? of an experience <laughs> yeah it'd be a hell of an experience we should try it we should all go out naked and afraid in the woods have you seen that show yeah i have uh, <laughs> they take two strangers and they're naked yeah anyway yeah that seems dangerous <laughs> um anyway i do have a i do have a knife i could use but that mean that'd be pretty gruesome I'd have yeah. to catch it. And... We could make a spear or something. See, I was actually thinking about this because it's Thanksgiving and how we, everybody loves turkeys and loves the taste of turkey. What if you actually had to kill it before you ate it? Well, turkeys uh, are kind, that... of, um, kind of aggressive birds anyway. <laughs> did I, I told you they attacked mom, right? A couple, a couple months ago. They did? <laughs> <laughs> she was too close to their nesting grounds and mom didn't know. And uh, all of a sudden a turkey came uh, barreling at her and knocked her over. <laughs> What? <laughs> Did you hear about this? Yeah. She was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh, did you put uh, Did you put soap in her mouth? <laughs> I should have. <laughs> oh, so good. Anyway, uh, question number four: Would you rather live in a really nice treehouse or in a house underground? Oh. Uh, like you guys seen those really nice like legit tree houses that people live in and stuff and do you want to look around uh, I think the the view would be amazing oh yeah on the tree but I would get sick of unless I had like a a rope or elevator some way I can like get down it'd be kind of annoying to get down all the time I think yeah and what about groceries I mean you'd have to come up with some sort of system to carry up just like a fire pole or something like that just slide down the pole I like tree houses I would take a tree house good call Josh 
Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, I, I never had a treehouse growing up, but I always wanted one. Yeah, um, I agree. I think it would be I think it'd be the cooler route. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Michael? Um, I would just go in between. I would have a huge-ass uh, house that part of it would be underground and the other part of it would be up into the tree. I like that. I like that. Because you can always, uh, you know, worst-case scenario, you can go down the bottom part and survive somehow. Just survive somehow. Walking Dead reference. Anyway, um, moving on. Question number five. If you ruled your own country, uh, who would you have write your national anthem? Mm. <laughs> I, have, I have my answer. My answer is Scott Stapp. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> I would say definitely not Taylor Swift. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, about the breakup of the nation. What about? Oh, here's a good one. What about? Uh, what about Adele? No, it'd be too sad. Yeah, it would be too sad. Hello, it's my country. <laughs> Used to talk to you years ago. Now you have your own country. No, I don't want to cry when I hear the national anthem. I would say Chris Martin. Ooh, good one. Yeah, yeah. I put some good together. Yeah, I like that. Chiodos. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Josh? I don't know if I could. I don't know if I have an answer for this. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a I don't know question. if I have an answer either. If you guys don't, that's okay. I have to. I have to think about that well, one. Well, think about it. We'll move on to other questions, and if you guys think of anything, then you can. Of course, then it really it wouldn't be rapid fire if we have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, question number six: Do you guys swear in public? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do too, Alex. Uh, yes and no. Fuck. Um, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> if I'm, like, at Wawa or whatever, or, yeah, you know, like, I try not to do it around other people. Like, I mean, by public, like, in a public place. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, hanging out with a bunch of your friends. I would uh, probably say no, or not on purpose. Oh, God. Not on purpose. Certainly, I don't certainly not with young children around. No, I try not to. Yeah. Have you ever sworn a- accidentally and then looked and there was a child there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Like, oh, oh, wait, uh, damn it, fuck, no, no. Mother. <laughs> I don't like smoking, uh, drinking, or doing anything in front of children. Yeah, that's, yeah. But, I mean, I don't like children, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Um, question number seven, have you ever won an award or a trophy? Yes. Uh, for what? Uh, martial arts tournament. Ooh, very nice. Uh, you, you won a martial arts tournament. I won a trophy in it. I didn't win the tournament. I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a Karate Kid tournament. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, is this like a Karate Kid type story that you never told <laughs> us about? No, I mean, like there was like multiple different sections going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. like competitions and sections going on. So it wasn't like an overarching like who is the most badass out of all the different categories, but right, right, category, right. I remember getting getting a, um, a trophy in it, cool. or an award, something. Nice. Uh, Al, what about you? Um, yeah, I won one. Well, I don't know about trophies. No, maybe back when I was in school. Softball. As a kid. Yeah, we did win a softball Christian League tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Three-time champs. Three-time champ. No, twice. Everybody's a winner. No. no, we actually won. It was good. Um, I got one of my poems published in this book when I was in school. Yep, yep. Not really a trophy. 
No, that's a good example. Yeah. That's, that's good no, that's, I would count that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm highly decorated. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as me, I've also won uh, the softball trophies with Al. Um, and I won student of the month in high school uh, for September 2001. You remember that? Yeah. And I remembered it because it was <laughs> September 2001, 9-11. Yeah, I'll just take that back. I kind of do like kids, as long as they're cool kids. <laughs> Think about that. I hate little twats. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I do have a would, uh, would you rather scenario. Uh, I'm going to ask you a would, would you rather scenario, and after I read it, I will open the floor for questions to help you narrow down your search, and then you guys will vote on your answer. Okay? Okay. Everyone get it? No, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, would you rather be stranded on an island alone or be stranded with someone you hate? I am opening the floor for questions. Are you opening the floor for questions? Because usually this is where Alex will come in and try and clarify the... That's, that's Most exactly, likely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, it, if you vote, you will be deducted points, so do not now, vote. Ask me... Now, is this, help is this down island... Yes, yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Okay, so... so here we go. <laughs> do I get to choose the person that I hate? Um... No, they are chosen by uh, a machine that dictates a random, person. <laughs> yeah, a random someone that you do not. And like. this is and this is people that I'd actually know personally. Yes, it'd be someone you know personally. Is there a length of time? Oh, are, this, wait, this... are we alone on this island with the people we hate? How long are we gonna be? Am I gonna be there? Okay, wh which which scenario are you talking about? The being. How alone? long am I, How long would I be there? If you're with oh. the person you hate. Yeah. If you're with the person you hate, you guys get rescued two weeks later. Okay. No, okay. If you are alone, you are there for the rest of your life. Oh my oh. god, that'd definitely oh. take the second um, first one. How yeah. big is the island? Um, it's a very How much big. are you going to hate somebody if you can't handle it for two weeks? In, in which scenario? No, no, I'm, just, no, I'm just wanting to know, like, I'm, I'm with you, Alex. I would, you know, pick that. Oh, like, that's a no-brainer. But I want to know, like, how big is the island? Can I actually just get away from the person? In the, in the island no. by yourself? Yeah. No. No, no, no. Not with the island. But, okay. like, if I'm on an Jeez. island with the person who I mm -hmm. hate, yes. how big is the island? Um, small. When you're with the person that you hate, it is very small. It's about five feet long by five <laughs> feet. So you don't have much room. You have just Five feet by five room. feet? That's not even enough room for me to be standing in it. <laughs> you can stand in it. You just can't. I wouldn't believe. I wouldn't be able to be outside the box. My feet ten, would be in the ocean. Ten, ten Wait, foot by ten weeks. foot. What are you going to survive off of then? Because <laughs> there's, there's one tree. Is it just one tree? One tree in the middle, and there's a bunch of coconuts. And you guys, um, there's rations. Uh, two weeks worth of rations if you're with the person yeah. you hate. Is it? A, can it be a female? Water. It, it could be a female that you hate. Sure. I think after two weeks we'd iron it out. <laughs> interesting choice. Um... So you guys yeah, don't know what you, you don't know what you don't have any questions about the island by yourself. No, why would I choose to be in a island for the rest of my life? Oh right, well, yeah, I'll humor you. What, let, let's uh, let's find out about this island by yourself. Okay, uh, so oh. at first you're stranded by yourself on this island, and then you realize the back half of the island is uh, a former uh, resort hotel, five star hotel uh, that has been abandoned. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said before, you never, you're never, you're always going to be by yourself on this island, but that's because you own it and you never marry. But you are allowed to uh, travel because you find a plane on that island and you can go anywhere you want. 
<laughs> you just, just made that last purpose. part up, didn't you? I'm making it all up as I go along. <laughs> there's also a there's also a third island where Phil is there waiting for you. <laughs> waiting for your chances. With a treasure chest full of strippers and cocaine. Okay. Anyone anyone have any uh, any other questions about these scenarios? No, I mean no. Okay. The scenario is done. Okay, so we are ready to vote. I am closing the floor for questions. <laughs> what are we, voting? we are now voting? in the voting what we, process. What are we voting on? Uh, which scenario would you rather? Um, you know, so be stranded is... on an island alone, or be stranded with someone you hate. Starting okay. with Alex, what are you trying to choose? You know, two weeks. You go. You go the two weeks with the person you hate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mike. I want to know what Josh would say first. Okay, Josh? Well, well, the one by yourself, you're not really stranded if you got a plane. Yeah. And you can just go over the hell you want whenever you want. So I, I think I would choose that because I, I got a nice, luxurious hotel where I can relax and be mm-hmm. by myself. Because sometimes it's nice to do, you know, just do things on your own. But do then you? I could just yeah. – all right, literally. And then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I could just hop on a plane and – go wherever the fuck I want at any point like I, I would choose that one right right I'm with Josh initially I was with Alex on that one but then when you made up the rest of it with the uh, <laughs> on the island by yourself nah I'll go with that because I'm assuming since you say you own the island and you find a plane there mm-hmm. you own the island you probably have some money so you can afford jet fuel and all that so I'll be good okay all right That's a ridiculous question the correct <laughs> it is a ridiculous the question. correct answer there is no scenario. correct answer. Yes, there is. <laughs> the correct answer to this scenario is hanging out with someone you hate for two weeks. Because <laughs> what happens uh, after a while, after traveling back and forth on um, the island by yourself, you crash mysteriously and end up on another island <laughs> that is also abandoned, and, and then you are there for the rest of your life. <laughs> by yourself until you die. <laughs> so, uh, Alex, you have answered correctly. You have. No, um, thank you. You have been awarded a hundred points. <laughs> thank you. And um, I do have a one other. Would you rather? If you want another one. Sure. <laughs> as long as it's not as long. Okay. Yeah, would you yeah, rather? Would you rather eat Skittles and shit bricks, or eat shit <laughs> and get gold? <laughs> Oh god. I mean, I shitting bricks, like Hold on, I have not opened the floor for questions. <laughs> You're going to be severely constipated. Points. Okay, <laughs> I am now opening the floor for questions. <laughs> Alex, ask your question once again, since your brother... So, when I'm shitting bricks, am I literally shitting, like, tiny bricks out of my ass? Um, they 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 are literally full size bricks uh, oh, that god. you would, yeah, you so would see it's, it's in... Possible. It's fired. It's fired hard in clay. Is what yes. you're saying? Is what you're shitting out? Yeah, essentially, yes. Oh God! But if I eat actual shit, they'll get, I'll get gold. Oh, oh. Right, right. That is correct. <clears throat> now, does is it have gold? Is Wait, does it? Gold... Go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. Is the gold shit covered? Uh, can't you just eat M and M's and call it a day? Um, no. The, <laughs> the gold that the gold that after you eat the shit, um, it turns into actual 24 karat gold. How much of this gold do I have? Um, it depends how much shit you eat. <laughs> for every <laughs> for every piece of shit, <laughs> for every piece of shit you eat, you get one gold bar. <laughs> oh, the new standard. Mm. 
gold is strong. The value, the value of I'm saying I'd rather just sit, I've suffered through some terrible moments in the bathroom. I'm just gonna eat the Skittles because I like Skittles. <laughs> I don't like. Okay. I don't want to eat shit at any point in time in my life. Yeah, so but no. you literally, you I'm, literally have to pa- you have to pass a full size brick out your ass. That's all right. Yeah, I've, I've done worse. Out enough. It just slide up. I've had worse. I'm, I'm eating shit. <laughs> oh. Uh, I do not want to go on record as saying I will eat shit. This is not. <laughs> you guys have more um, questions. Now, no, I have to ask this question because nobody else bothered to ask it. Is this human shit? Is this dog oh. shit? Or is it, like, what kind of shit is this? Are you talking? Is it your about? own shit? Um, yeah. It it depends. It depends what you eat. If you eat um, human <laughs> shit, you get the full twenty four carat. But if you cheat and you use like dog or animal or whatever, you only get fifteen carat. I think, I'd, yeah. I think I'd rather eat the human shit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not eating any shit. I'm not eating any shit. I'll any make my money. No other questions. Uh, considering the fact that I already consider Skittles shit anyway. Oh, I hate no, Skittles. There's a big difference between Skittles and a, literally a piece of shit. Well, yeah. Come on. Yeah, there's also a big difference between a fucking solid brick and 24 karat gold. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Gold is softer. <laughs> you guys have any more questions or you're all done? I'm done with this. Okay. I am closing the floor shit. for questions and I am now accepting your responses. Alex, you said you were... I already told eat- you. I'm, I'm going to eat the Skittles. I'll just Skittles. eat a whole big bag of them. Okay. Um, Josh, what about you? I'm eating shit. Josh is eating shit. Okay, Ugh. Mike? I'm starving to death. Mike, you have to pick one or the other. <laughs> <sighs> right, th- oh, Mike will eat the Skittles and the shit. <laughs> You're eating both. You both? That, that way I'm getting gold bricks. Can I eat the Skittles immediately after I eat the shit? I have closed the floor for questions. You have now deducted uh, 50 points for asking a question. You now I have zero you might have 50 points. You closed it after I asked the question. No, I didn't. I already closed it. Oh, jeez. We're Whatever. in the voting process. Oh, God. We're waiting for uh, Mike. This is just a horrible scenario. Um, God. We... All right, I have to pick one or the other. You have to pick one or the other. Eating shit. All right. There yeah. you go. Uh, are we still uh, in rap player? Yes. You guys are this disgusting. Is the, okay, um, the correct answer was eating shit. <laughs> because in, in, the, in the Skittles, in the Skittles um, scenario... You are required to eat your Skittles every single day, which will eventually kill you because you cannot pass bricks. But in the eat-your-own-shit eat scenario, you are not required to eat your own shit. Or any shit at all. It's just something that happens if you eat shit. <laughs> so, um, Josh right, and so Mike, good. you have been awarded uh, 50 points each. You have both tied. Wait a minute. Wait, actually, I'm I have... Gonna... I have zero points. You have you zero. Didn't you initially? You did have a hundred. <laughs> you did, but you <laughs> lost. You deducted fifty yeah. for uh, asking a question. So yes. if we got this right, we only get fifty. No, you get a hundred. You guys both get a hundred. You guys both tie. You guys both win. Alex Oof. lost fifty points for asking a question before the floor was open for questions, and then asking a question <laughs> after the floor was <laughs> floor was closed for questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I need to. I need a chance to get some points back. Let's, come on, give us some more questions. You want another one? <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. I'm gonna more. make it up as I go. Okay. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather 
um, have to wear uh, fish <laughs> fish as shoes, what? or like your 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 shoes are made of fish. Okay. Uh, like, Live fish. Yeah. Well, not anymore. He's kind of dead now. But you have. To, yeah. Okay. So that's the one. Would you rather have fish shoes, or or <laughs> not? The only way you can tell time is by <laughs> peeing in a cup and reading it as a sundial. <laughs> How do you do that? What? <laughs> How is that physically even possible? It's possible in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't open the four questions. So he should be uh, yes, deducted Mike, you 50 points. Yes, 50 points for asking a question. Damn it. Um, I am now opening the floor for questions. <laughs> I don't think there is any questions to ask on this one. It's Do you, you have to pee in the cup in, in public? Um, good question. To... Um, no, you do not have to pee in public, but... Um, you, you're gonna have to always carry a cup with you if you want to know what time it is. <laughs> I already know what the right answer is on this one anyway. Any, uh, uh, question, any other questions we've got going on here about these scenarios? Nope. Nope. Josh, you don't have nope. anything? No, I got no questions. I'm, I'm staying silent because I'm in the lead right now. Okay, alright. <laughs> um, so if there's no further No, you're questions... actually tied with Alex right now, that's where you are. No, I think I got 100 and Alex dropped his 50. No, no, you got 50 and I got 50 in that last one. Alex got 100 in the first one and then asked a question and he got deducted 50 points. So you two were tied up. I think Phil Phil corrected himself and gave us both 100 yes, for I that. Did. I did. I did. But oh, um, did since you guys oh. are asking questions and I fooled... Close the floor to questions. No, you didn't. No, you I'm, did not. I'm just kidding. Yeah. All right. We are now in the voting process. Questions are I can't are believe over. I was arguing that. <laughs> Mike's been getting really into this. <laughs> it's he gave you 50 points and him 50 points. <laughs> really into this, would you rather hear? The scoreboard reads... <laughs> the scoreboard reads, Mike 100, Josh 50, Alex 0. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the, the, the clo uh, floor is closed for questions. Are you guys ready for your answers? Yes. Are okay. we ready for Oh. Yeah, you guys have your answers ready. Sure. Okay, um, we'll start with Josh. Josh, what, do you, what scenario do you like better? Um, I would... This is the most ridiculous one out of all. That's <laughs> saying a lot. I'm gonna. I can't I believe you're actually thinking about initially, this. Well, initially I was gonna go with the the time telling one, um, but I'm gonna switch it up just because of how Phil's been saying what the right answer is, and I'm gonna say the fish as shoes one mm, because kind of beat him in his own game. Because technically, I don't actually have to wear the shoes, so. It's just if I want to wear shoes, they happen to be fish. Mm. Okay, so you're going to go with fish. Josh goes with fish. Okay, uh, Mog, what about you? Fuck time. I don't need... Well, I'll just do the... Pee in a... No, 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 no. What I'm saying is fuck time. I don't need to know what time it is, so I'll take the pee in the cup because I don't have to pee in the cup. Okay. But even if I did want to know how what time it was, I could just pee in a cup. Yeah, whatever. I'd do it for a drug test, so... Not to tell time with it, though. Mm. Okay, hmm. Alex, what about you? I'll take. I'll um. I don't want to wear fish's shoes. I'll just pee in a cup. <laughs> and 
And if I need to know the time, I'll just ask somebody. Ooh, interesting answer, interesting answer. <laughs> the correct answer is... <laughs> he doesn't know what, he doesn't know what the correct answer is. And I will tell you, I will tell you why the fish shoes is the correct answer. As soon as you make it up. Yes. Um, the fish shoes is the correct answer because, um, as Josh said, it's true. You are not required. You are not required to wear shoes at all. But any time that you do wear shoes, they have to be fish shoes. I mean, so theoretically, you could, you know, not wear shoes for a good part of the year. But then again, in the winter, you know, you're going to have to wear those fish shoes and your, your feet are going to smell... But it's it's not as bad in comparison to what happens when you start peeing in cups to tell time. What? Uh, because what? what what ends up happening is after a few times of doing it and checking the time, um, you're gonna be in your car at some point. You're gonna know what want to know what time it is because you're you think you're late for work. You pee in a cup and somebody sees you, and um, they, they can see me. I'm public okay. public nudity and stuff like that. Then you have to register as a sex offender and um, oh, yeah, well, then you can, and then then what ends up happening is you're afraid to pee in a cup because you don't want to get caught again and you miss your court date and um, you lose oh uh, my end God. Of jail for many oh, many years. So Josh, oh, they went on for way too long. Josh, not you... to mention, what? hey, not to mention like if you really really needed to know the time and you couldn't piss like say you already pissed because you had to go to the bathroom right now you have no way of knowing the time right 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 bladder's um, empty yeah bladder is empty so <laughs> with that correct answer <laughs> josh has been awarded 100 points for his correct answer so the final scoreboard uh, scoreboard reads josh with 150 mike with 100 and alex with zero fuck you <laughs> i think i'm, I think I'm uh, I think I'm going to go back to one of our previous questions about what your greatest <laughs> award was. Yeah. And I, I, okay, I well, Alex is like this zero. This is your greatest award? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have Congratulations. the would-you-rather would scenario. They're probably texting. He's probably texting Phil the answers back and forth. That's probably why. <laughs> oh, that was a lot of fun. Um, when we come back, um, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll be back with more exciting things, and we'll wrap up this show when we come back with more Phil and Alex show. Take it away, Marv Albert. Yes! From downtown. Boom! Hi, this is Howard from the SPCA. It's October, the leaves are changing, the days are getting shorter, and so are the lives of our pets. We have plenty of pets, half off, ready for you to take home. Dogs, lizards, cats, we even have some fish. We have a black cat this month named Cleo. Cleo is a one-eyed cat that was found eating the trash in my backyard. We've kept her here for a week, but she needs to go. Come adopt her today and get a free jar of candy corn. This is Howard. Welcome back to the Phil and Alex Show. This is your host, Phil. Oh, 
always with my brother Alex, and we have Josh, third man in, and back and on the attack, Planet Mog, Mog, Michael Mog Vicario. How are you? Good, Good to see you? Michael again. Absolutely. It's been a long time since Mike's been on. Um, since Mike, since last time you were on, I think we've done something new every week. We've done a political clip of the week, and uh, this week's clip is brought to you by Donald Trump. Donald Trump? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he, I think most of our clip of the uh, political clips of the week has been uh, Donald Trump, has it not? Yeah, pretty much. There's a lot of good material there. Usually says a lot the, of good material. He usually says the funniest thing of the week, usually. So. That's why I have to pull one out for Bobby Jindal, because he's no longer in the race. I did see that. Anyway. Do we have the intro, or no? There it is. <laughs> on food stamps and I'll tell you what if we had a real if we had a real hello hello you know it's, it's amazing I mentioned food stamps and that guy who's seriously overweight went crazy <laughs> 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 that I think was, that was uh, my favorite one so far. Yeah, that was really good. He was in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, and uh, somebody was heckling him during that part. Can we talk about how people are once again skipping over one of the greatest holidays, Thanksgiving? Yes. Going straight to Christmas. Yeah. Going straight to Christmas. You're right. Every single store, man. Target had Christmas stuff up uh, before November started. Mm. Ridiculous. Do, yeah, it, was, it is ridiculous. What is your guys' favorite part of uh, Thanksgiving? Besides the food? No, being uh, off of work. Food. Oh, like, uh, um, hmm. Because like, uh, mine is definitely waiting in line at 5 p.m. to get the latest TV. That's <laughs> fun. I know. Did you hear, like, uh, Walmart is opening, opening on Thanksgiving this year? Did you hear that? Oh, a lot of places right. are doing that right? now. Yeah, they've been doing what, that. What is the fucking point? Can't wait till the next morning? God, no. no idea. But I, I did Sick hear that there are some businesses that are closed on Thanksgiving that didn't used to be. So that's good news. Not too many of them yeah, that are whatever. popular, but like Staples is closed on Thanksgiving now. But I didn't even know why they, they were open, open on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? They yeah. were. <laughs> I don't know why, but like who Guess on Thanksgiving's like, ah, I need ink. <laughs> yeah. I need highlighters. Right, right. I need that. I, know. I need that. I need that new pen. <laughs> Stupid. So any um, particular. Things that your families cook uh, on Thanksgiving that you're, like, really looking forward to? Ooh, good question. Um, I really like um, green bean casserole. It's one of my favorites. Mm. That is delicious. Um, Seem to only ever have it on Thanksgiving, which is strange. I know, I know. It is. It's really good. It should be have, have – you should have it every week for every one of your meals. I don't know. Is, pa is pasta salad uh, traditionally a uh, Thanksgiving? It's not, but hey. Uh, pasta salad. On Thanksgiving, my family makes this great pasta salad. Is there anything you shouldn't be cooking on Thanksgiving? Um, like, I wonder, you usually keep it pretty traditional. Yeah, usually it's turkey and ham. I mean, it's pretty much the only type of meat ham? you see. Yeah, ham? Some people ham? do. Some people do. Yeah, oh, some yeah. people do ham? fish. Right? Fish? Turkey yeah. Oh, fish? Italian. Italian people do fish, don't they? Yep. Isn't that Italian thing? Uh, Italian people are fucking dumb. 
says a person who'd rather shit a brick. <laughs> I apologize to all our Italian listeners. I'm kidding. Italiano, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Why would you have fish? on here who's Italian. It's, it's, what, pasta? Yeah. Nicole's saying pasta as well. What? And it's so pasta for, salad for, is. for Italians <laughs> And she said, fuck you, too, by the way, because she's a guy. <laughs> oh, is she? <laughs> Italians will eat pasta with anything. That's true. That's pasta. pasta right now. Pasta primavera. Actually, I could go to pasta without mentioning it. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, actually, that, that fucking quote. No joke. From heavyweights? <laughs> Today we're going to make our very own pasta primavera. Is tomato oh, a fruit or a vegetable? The- Fruit. Correct. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, Josh, are we getting a call? Yeah, yeah, let me, uh, let me go over there real quick. I hope it's not Sunkelp Patel. We keep blowing them off. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> if sorry, Sunkelp. Sun sorry. We, uh, we're going to get you next week's episode or next episode. We've been trying to get you on. We had a little fuzzy with the details of the airline arrangement, uh, everything going on right now, and Syria's really messing all our plans up. So we'll, we'll get you back on um, – I, what? I, I don't believe there's any airline issue. Doesn't he uh, live right next to you? No, I'm not sure where he lives. I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but Sun Kelp, I know he's been tweeting us and getting uh, a little agitated. We're really sorry. We'll get him on next episode. He's supposed to, he won a ticket to come on and sit with us, so we're going to get him on eventually. <laughs> so I'll let him know. Well, we'll look forward to that. We do have a caller. Uh, it's been a while since we've heard from him, so uh, I will put him on right now. As long as I'm... Oh, there he is. Welcome back to the Bobby Files. This is Bobby. Hello. How's it going, Bobby? Oh, it's going great. You know, um, last time I heard from you guys, I uh, I was I was doing this little little thing for the cabaret, the little DJing. Yeah. You know? How, how'd that work out? It went, went pretty good. Um, I would say um, just just a. Just a little general uh, thing that I uh, do not let Janet or John Janet do any competition. It does <laughs> not end well. Uh, let's just say he won the competition. <laughs> um, so he got the free passes to the cabaret. Everyone thought it was an inside job, almost created a mob type scene. But um, his tribe kind of stepped in and it was really scary, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing that the tribe up, Bobby, because I did have a plug here. Uh, Joe wanted us to talk about the Thanksgiving Day meal that they always do on their um, on their plantation. So if anybody's in the area, all you can eat turkey and um, other special things as well. So head on down to the plantation and hang out with Joe on Thanksgiving. Wow, that's really cool. <laughs> but uh... okay. Yes, question? Sir, no, sorry to interrupt. Go for it. Oh, oh, all right. I just thought... The sooner you get done, the better. Oh, no. no. <laughs> He's so funny. Oh, always my favorite part of the Bill and Alex show is Alex. These little little, little quips and little things he comes up with. It's just so funny. I love it. Um, anyway, um, I have some Bobby Knows Best for you. Um, all right. Uh, Bobby's, Bobby Knows Best, number 25. Um, when you're oh. cleaning your house, you scrub the corners. When you clean yourself, you should clean your taint. <laughs> Bobby knows best number 25. Bobby knows best number 26. 
Always remember to close your barn, or you'll be on the nightly news. <laughs> I'm not speaking from personal experience. All right. Um, after the cabaret, it was, you know, I had a little too much to drink, and I All think right. someone may have put something in my drink, because I don't remember it, but... I don't know, the martini was a little sour. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Bobby Knows Best, number 27. Uh, when, you're, when you're running a contest with Jenner, John Jenner, it is important to remember restraining orders, exits, and alibis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I have for my Bobby Knows Best. Um, well, any news? Uh, any news? Yeah, there's all kinds of news going on. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's this really cool thing going on. It's uh, it's up in uh, the upper part of Providence. Um, these two guys, they're little ghost hunters. I met them at the cabaret. Um, they said mm. they knew you guys, so I'm going to go down with them. We're going to go uh, try to do some ghost hunting and, and try to get some EVPs and BDDs and STDs. Um, okay. Uh, maybe not all of those things. I'm kind of weird on the terminology, you know. But um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, other than that, as far as, like, real news and not my personal life, um, <laughs> there's been a lot of crazy things happening, a lot of terrorist things going on. And I would like to say to all you uh, terrorists out there, what, are you, what is your problem? Huh? <laughs> you want some you want, you, you want some of Bobby? You trying to take out... My my friends in Paris and France, you better oh get on board. I'm oh you're gonna get it. Uh, somewhere, somewhere down the line, there's gonna be a little man in your future, and he's gonna kick your ass. That's all I have to say. Oh, Bobby, thank you for that. That was uh, very inspiring. Viva la liberty. <laughs> He's back, everybody. So that's all Good. I have. Um, thanks for having uh, me. All right, guys. Okay. All right, Bobby. Uh, we we look forward to talking to you some more. Get uh maybe get us some more restaurant reviews in the in the near future. Oh yeah. I yeah. Did. Maybe get some actual news. <clears throat> I, I did. I did go to a recent restaurant. Um, oh okay. I I it was uh it was called um uh it was called Wendy's. Uh, I went recently <laughs> again. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't really have anything different, but it was just good. So, if you guys like fast food, check out Wendy's if you haven't. I mean, I can't believe you haven't checked it out already, but if you haven't, you're an idiot. Check it out. <laughs> That's all I have. What's that noise? <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Jenner, John Jenner is motorcycle. <laughs> you live with Jenner down here? <laughs> yeah, I told you that before. <laughs> He's my roommate. <laughs> like I always say, keep it running. <laughs> John Jenner, John Jenner is literally keeping it running. <laughs> See ya. Oh man. Oh Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. He's back. Bobby. He's back. Back with a vengeance. Uh, he had a lot yeah, of a strong message for those terrorists, man. Don't he, mess with Bobby. He does not like terrorism. Does not. Like <laughs> I'm gonna terrorism. get it. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> Bobby kind of sounds like Michael Jackson on occasion. I think. <laughs> same kind of same kind of pitch in his voice, but a lot more. Well, I was going to say a lot more aggressive than Michael Jackson, but maybe not. <laughs> Certain areas. <laughs> uh, what an episode, guys! Um, thanks, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, please follow us on Facebook, Phil and Alex Show. Oh, facebook.com slash Phil and Alex Show. That's how you find us. You can email us your thoughts, uh, questions, concerns, um, political views, whatever. I don't really care. We don't get emails, so if you email us something, we'll definitely mention it on air. Uh, preferably be not dick pics, though. That would not be cool. <laughs> um, so that email is philandalexshow at gmail.com. Uh, other than that, you can follow us on Twitter, PNA Show 2015. You can follow Josh at English Hat Makers. I heard there's a new episode coming soon. Is there a new episode coming? I heard something. I heard some rumors. (laughs) I I believe so. You've had a lot of time to prepare, so this better be an action-packed episode. Right. (laughs) Should be really good. The fans have been clamoring clamoring for it. We have uh, 15 fans asking for it now, so I think it's going to be made. (laughs) I think it's going to be made. It's happening. So I I know we've been saying that for like the past six to eight months, that it's coming. But it's coming. So. <laughs> Does anybody have any final thoughts on the day or anything we talked about? Um. Oh, this should be like a Jerry Springer's final thought. In closing, yeah. um, <laughs> when sometimes the best relationships are the ones you don't have. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's it. That's the end. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, of course. Gerald Gardner. <laughs> 202 pounds as always uh, thanks for coming on guys Josh has been our third man in good to see him back uh, no wait he's always been here never mind Mike <laughs> good to see him I don't know if he's still with is he still with us I'm here alright uh, so on behalf of the Phil and Alex show we'd like to say to ISIS and any other terrorist organization fuck you, you um, I'm sick of terrorists uh, heart goes out to the people of France and so we're going to leave uh, the show with the France National Anthem. So Ooh, thanks for like listening, it. guys. I like it. I actually never heard that before. Me neither. Uh, did you guys hear the, uh, there was a Are we still game? recording? Yeah, yeah. But, well, it's- Spend all your time waiting for that second chance. So uh, why did you tell everybody uh, what you've been up to lately and, uh, you know, how's life? Well, uh, if anybody uh, followed the uh, chronicle of my life there on YouTube, um, you, you'll know my story. I had arms at one point in my life, and I lost them, and, and then through surgery, I was able to get them back, and then I, I lost them again. 
and I kind of went crazy, so I'm here at this uh, mental hospital, and it's kind of it's kind of fucked up because they got me in a straight jacket, and it's like yeah, yeah. Why do you need to be in a straight jacket? You have yeah, on. right, right. <laughs> Janitor John Janitor here. Um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Noam's head man is no longer with us. We are here uh, to create a foundation. It's called the Noam's Man, who also have no heads foundation. Um, after the recent loss of the Noam's Man and uh, subsequently his life, uh, obviously. Um, we would like to ensure that no man with no arms uh, will never lose his head again. Um, so, with a small donation of $5, um, all proceeds go to, uh, you know, preventing future men who don't have arms uh, from losing their heads. Um, so, with a small donation of $5, you receive an armband uh, with the likeness of the no arms man on it. Um, you know, you can wear it around, you know, kind of like a Life Strong bracelet, but it's not like Life Strong. Um, Anyway, with a $10 donation, you can get a headband. Um, and with a $20 donation, you can receive both the armband and the headband. Um, so that's something special. But if you really want to kick it over the edge, uh, donate $50 or more, and we will give you a uh, replica figurine of the No Arms Man um, slash No Head Man. Um, please visit, um, I don't know what this is, but I guess No Arms Man, No Head, No Arms, No Head.com. I don't know what that means, but whatever you. What's some sort of secret code? Um, so take that as you will. Uh, thank you, and uh, please donate. We'll leave you with Sarah McLaughlin. Escape one last time. It's easy.